Welcome, everybody, to Episode 7 of the DC Comics News Podcast. I'm Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of DC Comics News, here to bring you all the news in the world of DC Comics. We're going to start off today with some movie news. Director Todd Phillips has released another new image from the new Joker movie, as uh, along with some test footage of Joaquin Phoenix in uh, the new Joker makeup, which uh, I thought was pretty awesome. This new image of, uh, of Phoenix came out with some test footage that showed him out of the makeup, and then it was kind of superimposed with some imagery uh, of the Joker, and then ended with him in the full makeup. Um, I, I gotta say, I really liked it. It's different than anything we've seen, but it, 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 it has that Joker feel. I think it's perfect. It, it, you don't want to just recreate something that we've already seen. So I really like uh, what we've seen from uh, from this new Joker movie. We also got uh, our first image of Zazzy Beats. Uh, it, honestly, the image, it didn't really do anything for me, but n- neither did the, the very first image of uh, Joaquin that uh, Todd Phillips dropped. So, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll put out something that uh, gives a little bit more about her character. Uh, we also got some behind-the-scenes paparazzi pics in, uh, in a video of Joaquin uh, filming a scene. is down in a subway in his full uh, Joker makeup, uh, and, and he had a, a nice suit on. He had the green hair, which I thought was awesome. And he looked menacing. He looked like the Joker. He was the Joker in in these uh, in this video and in these images. So, you know, so far everything that I've been seeing from this new film, it's really making me excited to see this. It comes out uh, October of 2019, so we still got a little over a year before that one comes out. So, but I I really like that they're just, they're ramping in. They're getting on. You know, they're starting filming. They're doing all this production. So I'm really excited to see uh, what comes out next. And I like that he's been, that Todd Phillips and Warner Brothers, that they've been releasing these images, you know, because they're trying to get ahead of these paparazzi photos. Because they know once filming starts, these things are going to be everywhere. You know, they released the first image of Joaquin as Arthur Fleck, and then... All of a sudden, boom! You know, shots of, of, from from filming dropped. You know, they re- he released this test footage of him in the makeup. Then, boom! Some behind the scenes paparazzi stuff of him in the makeup dropped. So they're really trying to be on top of it because they they want to get out. You know, their best foot forward. You know, they don't want you know to just have these leaked photos be the first thing you see. They wanna they wanna take control of that narrative and make sure you see what they want you to see. Before uh, you know, all the rest of the stuff comes out, which I think is a you know that's a great idea. They got they really got to stay on top of it. So it's it's really nice to see them uh, them doing that. Staying in the world of the Joker, but a different Joker. Uh, after two years of defending the theatrical cut of Suicide Squad, director David Ayer has finally began to shed some light on uh, the weakest installment of the DC EU. Ayer came out and said that the theatrical cut of Suicide Squad was actually very different from the original uh, assembly cut that he had done. With Har- with uh, he quoted he was quoted saying that Harley's part was vastly simplified in the theatrical version. 
He also went on to say that he regrets the damaged tattoo on uh, Joker's forehead, saying that it was one step too far. So I, I, I definitely... When Jared, the first images of Jared Leto's Joker came out, I didn't really have that, that you know, I, I liked the look of it, you know, the, the metal, the, the grill that he has, you know, it made sense. You know, even the tattoos, I thought, you know, worked, but it, that, that one tattoo, the damaged tattoo, was the one that bothered me the most. You know, I it just, it felt too on point, and it, it just, it didn't, it just, for me, it didn't work, and, and I actually liked the the Jared Leto version of the Joker. I know a lot of people don't, but I actually I actually liked it. It was something different, and I enjoyed it. But yeah, you know, I I think he's right. I think it was one step too far, and I'm glad that he's finally coming out and 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 saying these things instead of just being the Boy Scout for the film. You know, I know a while back he had said that he wishes he had. Uh, gone the route of making the Joker the main villain instead of doing the whole thing with Enchantress and her brother, and, and that's also something that I, I agree with. You know, because Joker he did not have enough time to shine, and I think that if they'd made him the the villain, I think that would have been a, a far better film. I think it would have, would have had way more potential, and I, th- I I I'd like to think that people wouldn't be giving Leto, Leto such a hard time about. Uh, this portrayal. Maybe we had seen some more from him. Maybe he had been able to do a little bit more with the character. But you know, I guess we'll we'll never really know because you can't go back and change history. You can just move forward. Uh, we you know we have a little bit more news in the world of the Jared Leto Joker, and that comes in the form of the Joker and Harley standalone film. Screenwriters Glenn Ficarra and John Requa shared their latest updates for the Harley Quinn Joker standalone love story in a recent interview, saying, and I quote, It was sort of like we we wrote Bad Santa a couple years ago, and it was that sensibility mixed with our This Is Us sensibility. We kind of meshed them together. We were doing a relationship movie, but with the sensibility of a bad Santa. Effed up, mentally deranged people. It was a lot of fun. Uh, And as far as the plot goes, Fakara went on to say, The whole thing starts with Harley kidnapping Dr. Phil, played by Dr. Phil, hopefully, because her and the Joker are having problems with their relationship. Now, to me... This sounds really interesting. The you know particularly the uh, bad Santa, this is us uh, meshing. Now, when I first saw articles about this, you know it kept saying uh, um, Joker Harley Quinn movie to be a mix of Bad Santa and This Is Us, and what a lot of people took that as is they took those two movies. And put or the the movie and that show and put them together, and that's not what they're saying. They're saying that they you know the sensibilities of these two pro- properties that they made, you know, and and mixing those sensibilities, it's different. And I, I, the headlines have been a little bit clickbaity and have gotten people a bit heated when it comes to it, which is why I always try to tell people read the article first before you react because sometimes even if they're not trying to be clickbaity. Sometimes it is. 
Now, I, I like the idea of you know a relationship movie with effed up, mentally deranged people. I think that's kind of you know kind of a cool concept, and I love this little piece of plot uh, that they that they shared about uh, Harley kidnapping Doctor Phil, because this is something that I could absolutely see happening in the comic books right now. I could totally see you know Harley kidnapping Doctor Phil. You know, tying him to a chair, grabbing the Joker, tying him to a chair, and just trying to work out the issues, you know, with the two of them there. I could uh, totally see this happening. And so I love that that's the route that they're going to go with this. Um, I'm really, these quotes actually got me more, because I really, I was like, I didn't really care that much for this movie. You know, there's a lot of Joker stuff, a lot of Harley stuff being thrown around. And this was one of the ones that I was like, eh, whatever. But I'm, I'm actually really intrigued by this, and uh, and I'd really like to see where it can go. Uh, there's no other production updates, so you know we don't know. We I, we don't even know if the script is done yet. So you know when when more news comes out of that, obviously we'll let you know. Uh, the last bit of movie news is about the upcoming Birds of Prey film. Several actresses have recently tested for the roles of Black Canary, Huntress, and Renee Montoya in Birds of Prey, including Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Gugu Mbatha-Raw, Journey, Journey Smollett-Bell, Margaret Qualley, and Kristen Milioti. The Kathy Yan-directed film also set a release date for February 7th, 2020. So we got a couple, uh, couple years on that, about a year and a half. Uh, before that one comes out, uh, so I, I thought some of these names were were pretty intriguing. Um, when I was looking at them, I was like, okay, so who do I think would be a good fit for which character? It's like, okay, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think her and Margaret Qualley. I think either of them would be good in the Huntress role. You know, I think they have the right look. I know that uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead has the acting chops. I really don't know much about. Uh, the other, the other woman, but you know, I, I just based on their looks, I, you know, I would go with Huntress, uh, Google and Batha Raw, and Journey Smollett Bell. I, I put down uh, as Black Canary because I know that they were talking about uh, changing the race uh, on Black Canary, and I think that could be something interesting to do. And uh, I really, you know, Gugu Mbatha-Raw, she's very ta- very talented. I don't know the other woman, um, but I, I, th- I feel like that's probably where they were headed with those names. Um, and then the, the, the last one, Kristen Milioti. The only thing I know her from is How I Met Your Mother. And she played the mother in the final season. Now, I honestly... I have a hard time picturing her being you know, a badass in any way, just because like that's the only thing I've seen her in, and she's definitely not like a badass, you know, kick-ass female in that. She's just like a normal, you know, petite woman. So like I put her down as uh, Renee Montoya, mainly just because, you know, I feel like with Renee, you can have that that smaller, more innocent-looking person who could then surprise you, you know, and, and, and take that role 
and uh, and kind of go with it and and give us something that we never expected. So that's kind of where, where I was kind of going with it. I don't know if she would be right for it, but that you know, I didn't quite think she'd be right for either of the other two. So that that's kind of where I went with that one. Uh, this movie I'm I'm intrigued by. Um, I know that Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is also supposed to be in this film. There were rumors that it's it would be a Birds of Prey versus Gotham City Sirens. Um, nothing's been confirmed yet, obviously, but um, I know that there were talks of Black Mask being the villain in it, and that there's been no word about whether about Barbara Gordon. I know they said that Batgirl would not be in this, but theoretically Barbara Gordon could be in it. But there's you know. With all this stuff that's come out with it, there's been no word about that. So, which is kind of strange since she was like an integral part of the Birds of Prey, and I know a lot of people are, are probably not going to be happy if if she's not in it. So, I guess we'll have to see uh, in 2020 when it comes out. Next up is our TV and streaming news. Uh, today we have a whole bunch of casting news, so I'm just going to kind of kind of fly through that, and I'll give my thoughts a- as we go through it. A major crime star, Kieran Giovanni, joins Black Lightning Season 2. Giovanni will play Cutter, a smart, proud, tough, and beautiful woman who also happens to be a mercenary trained by British intelligence. That's all we got about this character. Um, you know, so I, I think, you know, hey, it could be interesting. Um, there's really not much to go on, but I, I loved Black Lightning Season 1, so, uh, you know, you Give me more Black Lightning. Give them, you know, somebody to either go up against, or maybe they'll team up against uh, like Tobias Whale. Maybe who knows? But you know, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I don't really know. I never watched Major Crimes, and I don't really uh, know her from anything else. So, you know, we'll, I guess we'll just see when that one comes comes out. Uh, next up, Breck Basinger was cast as Courtney Whitmore, the lead role in the DC Universe original series Star Girl. Stargirl follows high school sophomore Courtney Whitmore as she inspires an unlikely group of young heroes to stop the villains of the past. The series reimagines Stargirl and the very first superhero team, the Justice Society of America. I'm actually pretty pumped for this one. Uh, the Justice Society is, is one that kind of gets overlooked a lot. Because you know you got the Justice League and that's what everybody wants to see. You want You want to see all those main characters, but... The Justice Society has some great, some great stuff going on, and uh, I love that they're doing, you know, kind of doing this reinterpretation with uh, with Star Girl, and we got Jeff Johns, you know, working on it. He's the one who created Star Girl, so I think that's awesome, and I'm really pumped for these uh, DC Universe original shows uh, coming in 2019. We got Titans coming next month, and the rest of them coming next year in 2019. So I'm I'm pretty excited. I don't really know this actress from anything, but uh, I, I hey, you know it, they obviously saw something in her, and uh, so I'm I'm intrigued to see uh, what she brings to the role. Next up, Catherine McNamara has joined Arrow season seven. The Shadowhunters star has been cast in a recurring role as Maya, a scrappy street fighter and thief from Star City. Uh, little more is known about the character other than its uh, pivotal role 
However, it was reported that she is only currently contracted for the first half of the season. So she might be, um, I mean, she might just be someone who helps out the team. She might turn into a villain. Who knows? But, you know, if she's only there for, you know, the first half of the season, you know, I mean, who knows what they're going to do with that. It could be something where uh, she's there up to, like, maybe the crossover episode, and then maybe something happens and she's gone from there. Or maybe she just moves on. Uh, she is the latest fresh face to join the cast, following Holly Elisa, Miranda Edwards, and Michael Johnson, who will each play one of the deadly longbow hunters. If you haven't read the, the longbow se- uh, hunters series, it's three issues. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, I, I checked it out before. Uh, I wanted to check it out before the, the show came back, so it's, it's awesome. So definitely check that out. Uh, Colton Haynes, who plays Roy Harper, will also uh, return as a series regular, while Michael Jai White, Cody Runnels, and Vinnie Jones are slated to appear in at least the season premiere, if not more, since uh, Arrow will be in prison for probably a little bit. I really hope that they don't, you know, bust him out or get him out in that, in, you know, in the first episode. I want this to, I want at least part of this season to be kind of like the, uh, the unmade Green Arrow Supermax movie that was supposed to come out, where he's stuck in prison with, you know, a bunch of the villains that he's stuck in there, and that's what it seems like they're doing. So I want a nice, a nice dive into that, you know, see what happens to him inside this prison with all the, you know, how he you know, goes how he survives and, and, and how he eventually gets out. You know, I'm really, that's actually one of the things that I've been looking most forward to uh, for this upcoming uh, slate. And uh, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. <coughs> and finally, the Arrowverse crossover keeps getting bigger as Jeremy Davies joins the cast as Dr. John Deegan a villainous doctor of Gotham City's famed mental institution, Arkham Asylum. So, you know, we'll be traveling to Gotham that, you know, we're going to be seeing Batwoman. We've gotten a, a whole bunch of people coming in for this uh, crossover episode. You know, like I said, we have Batwoman. We've got Lois Lane coming in. We've got Nora Freeze coming in. And now uh, Dr. John Deegan. So I'm intrigued by this. Uh Jeremy Davies, I've seen him in a few things, uh, so I, you know, I'm interested to see what they, you know, this villainous doctor, you know, is all about. You know, it's it's Arkham, so you you got some corrupt people in there. So you know, I, I'm I'm intrigued. You know, I love these shows, and I love that they're taking this this crossover kind of like down to a, like kind of like a ground level, bringing it down. You know, because they're not including. Legends of Tomorrow in this crossover. It's just going to be Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl. And I know, you know, you say Flash and Supergirl is, you know, super-powered beings. It's like, how can you say that's something grounded? But, I mean, it is. When you're when you talk about it, it's ground level. You know, you're not jumping through time. You're not going into space. It's just, you're going to Gotham City, Batwoman, Arkham Asylum, some crazy stuff going to happen on the streets. And that's what I really, I, I, I really want different things. I don't want them jumping to different multiverses. This is what I want for this one. You know, we've seen all that other stuff. Let's let's take it down and bring it to the streets. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Our last story is in the realm of comic book news. Heroes in Crisis has been expanded to nine issues. 
the latest crisis event, which is more akin to, uh, it's a bit more like identity crisis than any of the others. Uh, it's being billed as a murder mystery and has been upped from seven to nine issues. The official synopsis reads, There's a new kind of crisis threatening the heroes of the DC Universe. Ripped from real-world headlines by CIA operative-turned-comics writer Tom King, how does a superhero handle PTSD? Welcome to Sanctuary, an ultra-secret hospital for superheroes who've been traumatized by crime-fighting and cosmic battle. But sometimes, er, <coughs> But something goes inexplicably wrong when many patients wind up dead with two well-known operators in the primes as the prime suspects, Harley Quinn and Booster Gold. It's up to the DC Trinity of Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman to investigate. But can they get the job done in the face of overwhelming opposition? I had the opportunity to check out this issue, and it is fantastic. I absolutely loved it. It blew me away. It has some crazy stuff that goes on in it, but it's... It's deep, and that's what I'm really looking forward to. You know, they're tackling these issues of PTSD and emotional distress, and you know, all this, all these these problems that arise from these heroes that are doing all these great things. But you know, even heroes need people to talk to about this stuff, and I love that they're diving into that. So I'm really interested to to read the next issue. This issue comes out tomorrow on Wednesday, uh, September 26th. So definitely head out to your uh, local comic shop and pick that up. It's called Heroes in Crisis Number 1. So that's about it for the news today. I want to thank you all for uh, joining me. It it means the world to me. Uh, Please head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you can keep up on all the latest DC news. And while you're there... Rate us, uh, give us a five, you know, five star. That'd be awesome, and uh, give us a, a review. It really helps move us up in the rankings. And if you ha- if you ever have a question that you maybe you'd like me to answer on the podcast, is something I'm thinking about doing. If I can get enough questions, I'll do a segment where I uh, answer them right here on the podcast. Just get, send me an email over at Joshua J O S H U A at dccomicsnews.com. That's Joshua at dccomicsnews.com. Send all your questions, and uh, you know, hopefully I'll be able to answer them on air. And don't forget to uh, follow us on social media, on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, at DC Comics News. You know, we post all our stories, uh, images, we do giveaways, we do all kinds of fun stuff. And as always... Read more comics.